Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Robert Crash Craddock is the best cricket writer, I believe, in the country and possibly in the world. He joins me this morning from News Limited, Robert Crash Craddock, on a day that is so special for Test Cricket. And as a proud Australian, you always want to see Australia do well, but the West Indies pulled off what was an unbelievable victory in the second Test yesterday at the Gabba. It was a special day for Test Cricket, but more importantly... It was the emergence, the re-emergence of the West Indian cricket team and one bloke who no one knew about two weeks ago, and now he's on everybody's lips, Shamar Joseph. Good morning, Robert Crash Craddock. Yeah, Dobbo, uh, you summed it up beautifully. I mean, uh, you and I, we grew up as the West Indies as heroes, and they fell away, and this young kid, Shamar Joseph, who only met his captain, Craig Braithwaite, three weeks ago. That's the first time they met. Unbelievable. And he came in. He uh, he was hit on the foot the night before. He didn't even bring his clothes to the ground. He wore McCaskey's shirt when he first went on. He wasn't even going to bowl. And the captain said, you're going to be bowling. He thought, oh, took a couple of extra painkillers and then produced seven wickets, six wickets in one spell, one in his second. And I've got to say, I truly do believe that rates as one of the – somewhere in the top – five bowling performances by an overseas bowler in Australian Test history. I used to love Kirtley Ambrose, seven wickets for one run in Perth. Yep. Richard Hadley decimated Australia at the Gabba in the mid-1980s. But Dobbo, this was a kid in his second Test. How can you do that? It's it's quite an unbelievable story. And when you watch the West Indies, I was lucky enough to be there on Australia Day um, on the Friday, and it was a phenomenal day's cricket. And what I couldn't get over was, and Robert, you, you obviously have a look at this and watch way more cricket, was the pace in the West Indians' bowlers, how quick they actually were. We're used to seeing Stark and Cummins and Hazelwood, and they're quick and they're tall, but they're very much the Glenn McGrath line and length, and, and they just they rattle you. The express pace from the West Indies was, to me, something I, was, I hadn't seen from a West Indian side since you talk about, you know, Courtney Walsh, Kirtley Ambrose, Joel Garner, those kind of blokes. Yeah, well, he's as quick as all of those. He bowls at, was bowling at 149 yesterday with a busted toe, if you don't mind. Unbelievable. And so it's just that once you get above about 145, you start rushing guys. And you could see it in the Australian defence yesterday. Guys like Alex Carey, uh, Cameron Green, against Joseph, they were rushed. And, and he... <laughs> And if you put that, as Cummins said, if you bowl 149 and you put that ball just outside off, stump and ask questions, you just take wickets. And, and what I, But the thing that gets me about this young kid who only picked up a cricket ball, a hard cricket ball for the first time two and a half years ago after playing in his little remote village with a taped ball, he's bowling smarts. I mean, he, he worked out. He thought, yes, I'm going to bowl full and fast, I'm going to try for the edge, but then I'm coming at your stumps, Alex Carey and Cam Green. I'm coming at your stumps and your pads, and I'm having a fish around because I reckon you're vulnerable. And yep. he got them both. Like, it was just really thoughtful bowling. At the other end, um, the other Joseph was bowling, you know, short pitch balls to four slips, and I thought yep. that makes no sense at all. But Shamar Joseph got it dead right. Yeah, and look... To be 24 years of age um, and now he's on everybody's lips, 
the, the re-emergence of West Indies, some unbelievable footage on the ABC. Carl Hooper crying, Brian Lara crying. He was commentating for Triple M at that stage and for Fox mm. crying. These West Indians who have had so much success, we know just what the legends were. I mean, Jimmy Adams is heavily involved, obviously, um, with that side. What does it mean mm. for West Indies cricket? It, it, you see from the former players, but can they go from here and become the powerhouse again that they once were? Well, Joseph said that he will he will always be available for Test cricket, and don't don't worry. He said he'll play his franchise cricket, but he said I'll always be available for the West Indies. And when he said it, Brian Lara, who was filming his press conference, if you don't mind, with two bottles of champagne uh, just beside him, which he'd bought from the corporates to shout the West Indies in the dressing room later, he started clapping as if to say, "That's what I want to hear," because he was worried, Brian, that they'd lose this young kid who could be the poster boy of Test cricket for you know the next ten years, and he's good. He, he's he's fit. He's strong. He's smart. And and I, I love these young kids who say, "I will handle this." That's yeah. what he said to his captain Craig Braithwaite. Just give me the ball, and I'm not giving you the ball back until the last wicket is taken. I can handle this. And Shane Warne used to say that, but you know this kid's in his second Test, Dobbo. He's yeah. not an icon of the game, so. I, if I sound slightly staggered, bewildered, and almost numb with, with the sort of you know how how good this story is, that's how I feel. Robert Crash Craddock joining us. Let's quickly turn our attentions to the Australians. Um, a lot of off-field issues that they're involved in, and not a lot of focusing on cricket. Now, let's just say they've had the most phenomenal eighteen months any any cricket team could want. You know, like they've just been so successful on all fields, but. I seem that this test match was, it was all, everything was about the politis, political aspects of the date and everything like that, and they were getting involved, and I understand, I, I get all of that, but did, on the field, they just didn't look to have the edge. It's been a long season, I take it from there. I've still got a question mark over the Steve Smith opening, and I understand he batted through yesterday, I understand that, but I have yeah. a real question mark crash about him being opening and I also with Green look at it and go well he, he's a shadow of himself not how he's playing at the present moment and there's a lot of nerves what is the mm. complexities of this test side look like moving forward well if you're a glass half full man you can say they their trophy cabinet has the ashes the world test championship they beat Pakistan and so, you know, and, and they retain the Frank Royal Trophy. If you're a glass half empty man, you could say they've won only one of their last four series, drawn two and lost one. So, you know, they haven't overpowered the world. It's come down to modest batting form, most of it. But Manus Labuschagne has been a sneaky, moderately performer over the last season. He's averaged about 30 this year, Manus, and his average has dropped by 10 runs over the last year. I mean, that's significant. You know, he's out of four. Uh, no, so he, he's, he, he was walking with the gods for a couple of years. Yeah. Now he's just walking with Joe Average. Yeah. Steve Smith is opener. I don't mind it, Dobbo. He, he did bat through the innings. He copped a bit of stick. Let's let's have a look at yeah. it and see how it goes. Yeah. But collectively, the top order is average at the moment. Yeah, you're dead right. Crash, thank you so much. A great West Indian story. No doubt they would have partied hard last night. It's good for Test cricket. I know we always want Australia. I, I, I loved it. I was at Tom Brady last night. I was watching it on my phone um, before Tom Brady came out. It was 
it was enthralling cricket. It was the it, it was cricket that we, we it was going back in time. I, and I, I'm sure as a a writer, you would have loved to be a part of that. And it was just a great a great spectacle. Oh yeah, I remember the 1980s when Viv Richards used to catch a slip, uh, take a slips catch at the Gabba. He would do a half lap at the Gabba, holding the ball up with the swagger that only Viv has. And guess what? That swagger came back. Yeah, yeah. Joseph was doing it. They were doing it. They partied hard last night. He swapped shirts with Pat Cummins in the dressing room. Yeah. Lara emerged with two bottles of champagne. Corks were popping. It was wonderful. Yeah. Long live Test cricket. Yeah, on. I'm with you, Crash. You cannot beat it. Thanks so much for giving me some time this morning. The best in the business, Robert Crash Craddock. We'll take a break on rural Queensland today. Come back with more.